For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is William Shatner, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. Really? My God, man. I thought Star Trek fans had no life. Anyway, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. And his show is so bad, my final wife held her own head under the water. The Kimmer makes love like a roller coaster. Thank you. <laughs> Slow it first going up, then wave fast going down. Yeah. A few quick turns, and it's all over. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. That's right, baby. If you be the most exciting 40 seconds of your life, I can tell you that. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> yeah! Oh, mercy! 12.05, and it's Letter Rip Friday, Anything Goes, it's your show. It's only me, I'm the Kimmer, and uh, Pete's here, and John Boy, and Hangman, the whole crew, and again, my thanks to Bree and Brett all this week helping out, and uh, here we go. Let's get going with the Kimmer Show. Here's the number, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. We'll talk, of course, about the viewing today and tomorrow and the funeral for Skip Wells on Sunday. Also, a putty tat's going to the funeral to deliver the eulogy for the Staff Sergeant Wyatt uh, funeral in Chattanooga. Okay, now I'm just lying to you. <laughs> he doesn't give a damn about that, Marine. He thought it was a Seattle Mariner. So he goes to the podium and he says, Saturday! No, that's not what he said. That's silly. Yeah, he doesn't give a damn about that, Marine. You'll remember, Putty Dad's the same guy who let uh, Sergeant Tamarisi get tortured for almost a year in Mexico and didn't even mention his stinking name. Uh, but by the way, his boy could have been my son, Bo Bergdahl, the deserter, just got rounded up in a drug sting at a pot farm in Northern California. I love it. Politicizing gun control. Uh, we'll talk about, about this ridiculous... Any talk about gun control is, is lunacy and has nothing to do with anything. Uh, the Donald, the draft. Uh, oh, by the way, did you see the video yesterday of him in uh, at the border? He had to wear a hat because it was windy. And nobody else had a hat. Only the Donald, the draft dodger, had a hat because he was afraid it was going to make that muskrat on his head go at like a funny angle. And then he had to keep it on when he went in Saturday. No, when he went in Saturday, he went into the inside for the news conference. He had to keep his hat on because he didn't have his staff have enough another hour to get his hair ready for the press. I mean, this is uh, oh, and also I mean, this is I know you we shouldn't be pick on physical things. Did you see the size of his butt? He's got a fanny. My God, it looks like Chris Christie. Holy smokes. I mean, it's disgusting. But I love him in the race. I don't, don't drop out, man. Stay in the race. Stay in the race. I think this is good for everybody for a while. And I can bend, have you bent over all day long. <laughs> that's, and you'll never stop. Out of contest. Martial arts, Mr. Martial arts, I tell you. Uh, we'll talk about Planned Parenthood changing the list of their supporter companies all of a sudden. Uber in the news, and Pete just used it the first time. We'll talk about that. Another Earthbound, new Chuck Taylors. They're not new Chuck Taylor. They're Chuck Taylors by name, but they don't look like the old Chuck Taylors. And by the way, Chuck Taylors is now owned by Nike. 
So, yeah, that's right. Nike owns uh, Chuck Taylor, uh, owns, uh, uh, I forgot the real name now. Converse? Converse, yeah. <laughs> Nike owns Converse. Uh, and they're doing the Chuck Taylors with a new version. I saw the video last night. They're not, I mean, it doesn't look like the old Chuck Taylors. Anyway, we'll get to that. Also, uh, the Russian teen football queen, Miss Charming, turns out to be a little bit shady on her terms of her political beliefs. Uh, the Target stores are selling a T-shirt with a, with a model, a hot babe, chick blonde model, busty, beautiful chick model, and the T-shirt says, Trophy. <laughs> yeah! Okay, we got an overflow of copperheads. We got the Spanish town allowing cats and dogs to live like humans. I got to do the email from the Kentucky, uh, Kennesaw State professor. Uh, so I'll eat a little bit of crow on this, but not too much. And in fact, he would be a good guest to talk about today's shooting in Lafayette, Louisiana. We Jillian Johnson was actually a shop owner in Lafayette. Uh, I'm on the show, buddy. You want a mice? Uh, thank you so much. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> I work alone. <laughs> Everybody got a co-host and a producer. Thank you. No, I'm teasing. It's all right, boys. It's okay. Things things happen. There's switches around here. I don't know what they do. I can't run the board. I couldn't. If I step over where John Boy is, there's no way I could all of a sudden run that board. I don't know what all those things do. I mean, I, I could learn. I used to do it myself hey, my run, go, all my life, but I haven't been trained on that one, so I don't know where things come from. I don't know. You know, you know like uh, uh, she'll say, uh, you know, we need to pick up uh, line seven on the uh, double C feed. Okay, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the, my official Kimmer Khan, uh, Josh is listening at the federal prison. We'll talk about that. Oh, oh, bugged by AAA. I'll, I'll get that going for you. And uh, recruiting centers. Did, have you heard that the, the the idiots at the Department of Defense are now saying to recruiting offices, it isn't just Army, it's all of them, they're saying to recruiting offices around America, if civilians show up in front of your door to protect you with guns, call the cops. Because you can't trust that there are innocent civilians there to protect you. So they say telling recruiters to call the police if civilians show up with guns to protect the recruiters because they're not allowed to protect themselves. And by the way, I could just for the record, um, I called a Marine. I won't say where because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But I called a Marine Corps recruiting office in Metro Atlanta. I won't say which one. Just this morning, just to see whether you know if I could talk to somebody about whether this was a legit rule or not. And by the way, the guy thought it was idiocy. But anyway, here's how you can tell when you call a Marine recruiting office. This is ex- I should have taped it. I should. In fact, I should call him live, but I, I don't want to put him on the spot. But here's the way they answer the phone at the Marine Corps recruiting office. It went something like this. <clears throat> Marine Staff Sergeant for this conversation. May help, sir. <laughs> and I, start, I started laughing. I said, hey, Jarhead, how's it going? And, and I told him, anyway, it was pretty funny. But that's the way they answered the phone at the Marine Corps recruiting office. Um, what else we got here? Oh, God, just a billion things, a billion things. Newsbreaker lines uh, sponsored by the sighting doctor. And the glorious Leslie Dove with Men's on Ball. A couple of birthdays. Comedian Ruth Buzzy. Remember her from Laugh-In? Yeah. She wore the, the hairnet, and she always was banging R.D. Johnson on the head because he was a dirty old man on the park bench and stuff. And if you don't remember, uh, you could Google her. Ruth Buzzy, 79 today. Uh, Mark Goddard from Lost in Space. Now, which one was he? He was the younger guy. Was he the bro- older brother? He wasn't the uh, brother. He was one of the astronaut guys. Okay, I guess I'm... Second I'm, line. He's 79, so yeah. clearly that was from like 40 years, 50 years ago. Uh, and uh, Linda Carter. Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman. 
64. I never liked her. I, she's got a mouth like a torn pocket. I'm Not sorry. that there's anything wrong with that. I'm, I'm sorry. She had a mouth? She got a mouth like a torn pocket, and she's got bad legs. I mean, she's just not great. Oh, my gosh. She had legs? No, she, I'm sorry. Well, you were a boob man. Yeah, I, you know. I were. See, that's. Well, <laughs> I used to be, and you know why, too. I'll tell the story. A horrible thing I found out when I was a ba- an infant. I just, oh, no. It's the worst story. Oh. Anyway, uh, let me take a quick call. Here's Steve. Jack's coming up. Steve on News Radio 106.7. Hey, happy Friday, Steve. How's it going? Happy Friday to you and your crew, Kimmer. I just called for only one reason, to yep. thank all of you for helping me keep my sanity <laughs> this year because I'm in the air conditioning business, and I would get into this truck. I would be soaking wet tired, aggravated, being barked at by a customer, and I turn on your radio show and start laughing my butt off. <laughs> and then I just can't thank you all enough because it's proportional. Your insanity helps my sanity. I don't know why it's like that. Yeah, why is that a compliment it, that you're calling me insane? I don't know. I got, <laughs> but I got to thank you, my friend. I really appreciate it. You have a, Be careful out there, too, Steve, and thanks for your kind words. 12-12, you're having a good mm, Glenn, honey, I have a question for you. What do you do for a living? <laughs> hey, I have a question for you, too. Why are you still here? <laughs> yeah, I already paid her. Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. <laughs> this is Christopher Walker. <laughs> Christopher. And now, here's your host, <laughs> a man whose career is so dead. Yes. It was found in Demi Moore's swimming pool. <laughs> oh, Here he oh, is, oh, the Kimmer. We seem to be on some kind of a death thing this week, I don't, which I like, by the way. 1219, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Jeff, Brent the truck driver, and Jack's coming up here on the Kimmer program. Let it rip Friday. Anything goes, my friend, and here we are. And obviously, we'll talk more about the viewing for Skip Wells and the funeral on Sunday. And again, we're going to be laughing around and having a good time today because I'll be damned if I'm going to let those dirty, stinking butcher Muslims affect my program or this show or you and me or America. And I'm coming armed to the funeral. And I'm not going to go in the church and I'm not going to go in the National Cemetery. But I'm going to have guns on me. And if you see me, you'll know that they're loaded and I'll have at least three weapons, maybe four. Anyway, uh, we'll talk more about that. I'm going to get bogged down. And plus the shooting in uh, Lafayette, again, uh, psycho, has nothing to do with gun laws. This ridiculous gun control stuff that Putty Tat's trying to politicize. Now he's in a foreign country politicizing gun laws in America again. What a disgrace. All right, here we go. Elton John's first hit in Britain was on this day in 1976 with Kiki D. Don't go breaking my heart. Also, at 1220, uh, news break line coming up with Gloria Lazy Duff coming up here. And this was the day when Peter Sellers died in London. He was only 54 years old in 1980. Peter Sellers, uh, very famous, of course, from the Inspector Clouseau. Does your dig that? <laughs> oh, nice dig it. <laughs> I thought you said your dig did not bite. That is not my talk. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> is there anything ever better than Peter Sellers and uh, that stuff? Right, hold on. I got Brett and Jack. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. If you don't mind, I got to do something else because it is Friday. And like on Friday, I like to do something every Friday. If you don't mind, I like to check that weather forecast. What you doing, baby? It's raining, baby. Oh, look out. It's definitely rain in bed, my friends, and I think that means only one thing. Yes, hide the women and children, for we bring you once again Men's on Ball with the glorious Leslie Dove. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, how's it going, sir? 
Like they say at a Demi Moore pool party, last one out's a rotten corpse. And, oh, oh, man. With <laughs> <laughs> another insertion of Men's on Ball, it's me, Leslie Doe. Welcome aboard, Leslie. Before we begin, I have a bone to pick with you, Kim. All right, do you? We'll talk about that later, but I'm angry. <laughs> well, you're also upset. I get it. <laughs> I can't believe I wasn't invited to big comedy night last Saturday at the Swan Coach House. You know, I, we forgot. Well, I mean, I spent years on the road opening for comedian James Gregory. <laughs> And eventually I got some stage time, too. <laughs> Could be allowed, I don't know. Don't they make your butt hurt? <laughs> there was that one embarrassing night when I blew the punchline. It, it was out in Sandy Springs, and I forgot how oh, the joke ended. you forgot went. how the joke ended. I... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to the punchline? I hear they merged with Enron, or where they sold the Bernie Madoff. Yeah, Worldcom sure. or something, yeah. <laughs> I think Reese bought them out. I want a comedy club. I want a radio show. <laughs> you'll get nothing and like it. You'll get nothing and like it. I was on hand yesterday for the Jeff Gordon Day Parade in Jeff's hometown of Pittsburgh, Indiana. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, actually, Jeff was born in California, but he was reared in Indiana. (laughs) I got there early to help blow up all the floats for the parade. (laughs) It's a little different from your normal parade, the Jeff Gordon Parade. What do you mean, sir? Well, everybody fights to be in the back of the route. I don't understand that. I mean, (laughs) the view. Better view. Is this all okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's okay now. (laughs) <laughs> well, after supporting Barry Obama and First Lady Reggie Love in the last two elections, <laughs> Men's International Kimmer has decided to switch sides. Re- switching sides, really? Yeah, and we're going to change political parties, too. You never know. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we just got through forming a super PAC. A super PAC? Yeah, and then we set up a political action committee. We've been really busy, Kimmer. You know what we're calling ourselves? No, sir, I don't. The Trump Rangers. <laughs> We'll be helping the Donald tap into the Larry Clark, Craig, Mark Foley, Ralph Reed, Matt Glavin, the Log Cabin, Hannity wing of the gay old party. So. <laughs> I believe that's a grand old party. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, 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 guys, not necessarily. <laughs> You've heard of reaching across the aisle. I like to reach across the stall over there, you know. <laughs> and it sure was enough of an exciting British Open last Monday. Oh, you know, British Open. As Johnson yeah. was able to pull it out and Zach won in a playoff. I don't <laughs> Keep up with all the excitement. Zach Johnson won the tournament is what we're saying. That's right. Yes, I don't know what Dustin was doing, but anyway, <laughs> let's all raise a glass to Zach Johnson. Like I said after Justin Leonard won in 1997, yes. here's mud in your eyes. Congratulations. <laughs> there you go, sir. Just a celebratory. <laughs> Until next time, Mrs. Just a drink, you know, champagne. <laughs> mud slides, you know. It's vodka. <laughs> Kahlua. See, I forgot the joke and I blew the punchline. Bailey's Irish ah, you know, uh, Go brave job. <laughs> Thank you, Leslie. Maybe a study guide next time. <laughs> Thank you. Mercy. Oh, my heavens. Now we've done it. 1225, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067, 844-404-1067. Later up Friday, Brett the truck driver, Jack's coming up. Hello, Brett, what's going on? Hey. Ah, trucker's got a horn to camera. Yes, sir. Hey, Cameron, you know you do that commercial for uh, quick weight loss? Yes, sir. You know, you, for the last couple of weeks you've been talking about you're a stress eater and all that. Yeah, yeah. 
you keep eating, man, you're going to be as big as Jack the Good Boy, aren't you? Uh, no, he's 1,800 pounds. Uh, he's, he's slightly bigger than the Kimmer. My, my horsesaurus. Anyway, Jack's on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding Jack. Happy Friday. Welcome aboard, sir. Well, uh, uh, Kimmer, thank you so much for taking our call, first of all. But uh, I have three things real quickly if I could run over them. All right, go right ahead. uh, First and most important, thank you for giving visibility to veterans uh, throughout the entire year. Uh, We were fortunate when I retired from the Army of coming to Atlanta, and the first thing that I heard on a Friday afternoon was the Kimmer, Kim Peterson, (laughs) on another station. But even from that time forward, during your short absence, uh, you were covering veterans. Now, that's the first item. Second item I'd like to share with you and the listening audience is the fact that we now have in the state of Georgia uh, a Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. It's in its third year, this coming year. And the primary objective of this Hall of Fame is to recognize some of, of over 770,000 camera wow. deserving Georgia military veterans yes, sir. who have contributed greatly to the well-being of the United States, and whether they served on active duty or in one of the reserve components. Might also add that a, an additional objective is to allow this Hall of Fame to be a source of history lessons for students throughout Georgia about what real heroes really are for our great nation. Jack, I'm going to put you on hold. I want to hear more about this, and we'll come right back on uh, News Radio 1067. This is the Reverend Al Sharpton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This portion of the, the Kim Peterson time. Show is brought to you by <laughs> Take It Easy. Take It Easy. Come on, man. What's something you never have to tell Dexter King? And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. It was on this day in 1979, the Reverend Richard Pennyman told a revival meeting in San Francisco about the dangers of rock and roll. Richard Pennyman, known as Little Richard. Yeah. All right, a couple of birthdays here. Uh, actor Chris Sarandon. I think that's uh, dried up old Hosebag's brother, isn't it? Chris Sarandon. Susan Sarandon's brother. Chris Sarandon, I think that's her brother. 71 today. And uh, Michael Richards, uh, Kramer from Seinfeld, is 66, among other things. Uh, 12.35, I'm going to go right back to uh, Jack here in a second. But it's also... Uh, the birthday of, um, uh, let's see, uh, Robert Hayes from Airplane. How soon can you land? I can't tell. You can tell me I'm a doctor. No, I mean, I'm just not sure. Or can't you take a guess? Well, not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours? <laughs> no, no, I mean, we can't land for another two hours. Fog has closed down everything this side of the mountains. We've got to get through to Chicago. Chicago. What is it? But first, 1236. All right, hold on. It's, it's Letter of Friday. It's on the camera. We will talk in all seriousness about the, uh, the uh, viewing for our Marine who was butchered by that dirty, stinking, killer Muslim. And we'll also talk about the funeral service to remind you of that uh, today. The uh, viewing is today and tomorrow, 2 to 4 and 6 to 8, and the funeral is on Sunday. But first, let me get, and the stand's coming up. Uh, Jack, uh, back on the phone. Jack, I'm sorry to make you hold, sir. I, I was up against the clock, and I had no choice, but thank you for being with us again. I appreciate it. And Semper Fi, sir. Well, it's our pleasure and our honor, Kimmer. Uh, let me get back to what we were talking about uh, before the break. And uh, uh, just to review, we are in our third year of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Where is that? Uh, well, it's actually going to be on the Capitol grounds. Uh, in fact, that has just been settled, in fact, uh, this past spring. 
Excellent. And uh, it's going to be available for tours, especially for students as they go through a capital tour and other friends and family members of veterans. But uh, the, the operative part, Kimmer, is that nominations are now being accepted from now until Friday, 28 August 2015, for this year's class, the class of uh, 2015. There are three categories for nomination, valor, achievement, and service. Uh, to download the nomination packets and learn more about the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame, I would ask all your listeners to go to www.gmvhof.org. That uh, uh, address again is www.gmvhof.org. Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame.org, basically. Uh, you you got it, sir. Excellent. And I uh, would encourage. All commanders of VFWs, American Legions, uh, members of the Military Officers uh, uh, of America Association, all veterans groups to take a look this coming week. Uh, we know what happened up in Chattanooga, yeah. but we can recognize the valor, service, and achievement of so many of the heroes throughout the state of Georgia who have not been recognized in the past. Uh, and recognize their worthiness that they have inculcated in our culture and our society. Excellent. You so, know, real quickly, and I've got I've got to, I've got to run here real quick. But I do want to say I remember as a little boy looking at my father's Navy officer uniform hanging in the closet and looking at those books from Life magazine about the service of those who served in World War II, and it affected me as a little as like a three year old when I was looking at those coffee table books about what it means to serve your nation and the sacrifices that were done. And I think it made me a better person starting when I was a little boy. I, I encourage all students to get to, to get more information about this. Excellent. That, that is dynamite. And Kimmer, again, thank you. And could I ask you if if it'd be all right for us to contact you periodically and let you know how this is going? Oh, sure, absolutely, absolutely. You're you're a blessing it's, there, big fella. Thank five. you for your service. <laughs> thank you, Jack. Semper Fi to you, sir. I appreciate it. Twelve thirty nine News Radio one zero six seven. Um, and it's only the Kimmer eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Hey, hold everything. It's Letter of Friday. Stan, my unofficial, official, unofficial black guy. How's it going, Stanley? Doing all right. How is everything with you, Kim? You know, we're walking upright and forward in a direction that we like, so it's okay. What's up, Stanley? <laughs> I got two things. First thing, you know, most of my family laugh at me because I, I listen to the Kimmer. <laughs> you know, they're not exactly your demographic. Not, but the, I found not out the first my, time I've ever heard that. I'm sorry. Go <laughs> <you're> ahead. <right. laughs> but I found out just by accident my future son-in-law, Todd, is a listener. So I do have a, a family member that, just, that can relate to the camera uh, like Excellent. Me. And the younger generation, that, too. That's a great sign. That's right. But let me tell this uh, classic uh, joke day joke. All right, sir. Here I, we go. Why, Stanley, my official, unofficial black guy. Yes, sir. Why did so many black men get killed in Vietnam? Oh, God. <laughs> well, why, Stanley? Because every time they said, uh, get, uh, get down, get down, they all would stand up and start dancing. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, John Boy's wet in his pants. He's never heard that. I heard it in 1966. <laughs> and one more, Stanley. Tell him the one about uh, what do you call uh, uh, what, what okay, has six what, feet? What has six legs is, is black and goes ho do ho do do I don't know what. Uh, four black guys trying to catch the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Stanley, Semper Fi, my friend. You have a great weekend. I like And he was at our at the uh, Jim Gossett uh, Newsbreaker Line oh, show yeah. at the uh, Swan Coach House, too. That was really cool. It's 1241 on News Radio 1067, 844 1067. A couple of things. I'm gonna, I want to ask you about Uber. You just right. Uber for the first time. But also... <clears throat> 
You were in the office today with me when I got a phone call on my cell phone, and it was from a woman in Florida for AAA. And she said, uh, last night I got a call at home. At 8 o'clock, 8.30 last night, I got a call at home from this girl in Florida, AAA, saying, uh, the post office sent back our uh, our uh, correspondence to you. Uh, have you changed your address? And I said, no, not for, you know, a couple of years. She says, well, is it still so-and-so down in Florida? I said, no, I've, I've changed that forever, and I've already paid you. I mean, I, I mean I, I've, I've had AAA for years. I just keep having it, for, although I haven't used it in six years. But anyway, so she said, oh, would you like to sign up again right now over the phone? And I said, no, I don't want to give my credit card to you over the phone. I don't even know who you are, and send me the bill. She says, well, we can email it. What's your email address? I said, no, I want you to put it in the stinking mail, and I'll take care of it when it gets here if I want to renew again. This morning, I get a call. She says, hi, this is AAA. And I said, yeah, I know. I talked to you last night. Same woman. Same woman. And she said, hi, we were just wondering if you'd like to sign up over the phone with a credit card for AAA. I said, I told you last night I didn't want to do it. Well, would you like to give your email? And I said, no, I don't want to. I told you the same thing last night. You're harassing me. And I did it because they tape record their conversations. Good. Leave me. I said, you're stalking me. Leave me alone. God, I mean, what does it take for God's sakes? How, how many times do I have to say, send it in the stinking mail? That thing, that's the most action you've seen in a long time. <laughs> hey, oh, 1242, yowie. I am warning you right now, if you touch my drums, I will stab you in the neck with a knife. <laughs> the Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your right home right, on out. News Here Radio 1067. Stand by. This is Charles Barkley, <laughs> Charles. and this portion of the Kimmer Show is yes, brought sir. to you by Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor. Taylor's in a big-ass feud with Nicki Minaj. <laughs> of course, any feud with Nicki Minaj would be a big, well, Charles, you know what I'm trying to say. So much, and now yeah. I hear your host, yeah. Kim Peterson. Although they are making up, I'm not sure they're kissing and making up, which I would pay good money to see, but anyway, there's, it's all good now. I'll tell more about that in a minute. 1250, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. You are on Letter Rip Friday. On News Radio 1067. This was the day, 1978. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, the movie starring, you'd think it'd be a Beatles, but it starred Peter Frampton and the Bee Gees, <laughs> which is. I mean, I still don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody put me out of my misery. That was a release on this day, 1978. Couple of birthdays. The hideous comedian Gallagher. What a dipstick he is, by the way. Oh, you like him? He, I, well, he's 69. I saw him once with Chevy Chase on the same talk show, like the Carson show. And Gallagher just blasted him. He wouldn't leave him alone. He just insulted him, attacked him, and said, uh, at least I was funny. You don't even know what funny means. I mean, just vicious, nasty stuff. I couldn't believe it. He was he was really rotten to him. Anyway, look at that. It's twelve fifty one on News Radio one hundred six seven. We're going to tell you about the parade route, or not a parade route, the uh, funeral route. Uh, maybe uh, get some folks out there lining the streets on Sunday coming up for Skip Wells. Twelve fifty one. It's on the camera. Letter up Friday. Anything goes. Oh, oh, oh they're old. Everything. There's a newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsmaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Must we much and must we much about that? This is our shopping <laughs> calling. Reading Kim, the. Reading the they teleprompter. They fixed my teleprompter. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> That's all right, Al. Anyway, Kimmy, you know you can no longer say that management's doing nothing to promote the Kimmy show. I can't say that anymore? What, well, I mean, look at all the events they got lined up for you this fall. <laughs> really? I didn't hear <laughs> Well, they got Kimmy movie night in Lafayette, Louisiana. <laughs> oh, man. 
They got the Kimmel pool party next month out of Debbie Moore's house. And <laughs> then there's the Kimmel weekend getaway on Malaysian Airlines. So don't you keep oh, complaining, you know. I should just hold man, my I you about Gallagher. That man never made me laugh. Yeah. I saw him at once at the punchline. He was so bad, I was hoping the owner would come back out and do some time. <laughs> Yeah, Kasim Reed, he took a break from firing Christians, yeah. uh, elevating Muslims, running sports teams and businesses out of Atlanta, welcoming criminal, legal, alien drug dealers to the city with open arms. Yes, thanks, Rory. Kasim took a break out of all of that, Kim. Yes, sir. To talk about opening a casino in downtown yeah. Atlanta. Casino gambling, yeah. Well, not surprised. Kasim's been known to gamble, you know. Well, what do you mean, sir? I... Well, every time he has a hot date, he... Decides not to stop by the Walgreens. I mean, he's really throwing the dice, if you ask me. Seven come 11, baby. Man, as if going underground wasn't enough of a gamble, Kimmel, you know. I asked a cop how long I walked to the modest station. She said, Reverend Shop, and I don't know. Nobody ever made it so far. <laughs> you, you see, well, a long lost book written by Dr. Seuss is being published. Yeah, a new Dr. Seuss book. It's yeah. called What? Pet should I get? And the subtitle is The Complete John Boy Guide to Dating. (laughs) (laughs) They got a title that, how much is that girlfriend in the window? (laughs) A little Dr. Seuss trivia you may not be aware of, Kim. Yes, sir, Reverend. Did you know that the book Green Eggs and Ham was written about a special at the Landmark (laughs) Diner? You know their slogan over there, right? What's their slogan, sir? We like to spoil our customers as well as the food. <laughs> no, they have a, a mandate for the employees of some kind? <laughs> oh, yeah, employees. <laughs> they must wash their hands after they touch the food at the Landmark <laughs> Diner. Well, Mayor de Blasio had to back down after going after the Uber cab drivers here in New York City. Yeah, back down. Matter of fact, Pete Davis told me there's a new uh, personal transportation service in Oxford, Mississippi. I didn't hear about it. What? what the... A government job, it's called Goober. Goober? <laughs> hey, this is Goober. Where would you like to go? This is my cousin, Gomer. <laughs> y'all need anything, I'll be here in the back. <laughs> Change your oil? <laughs> Try to remember the size no, no, of my no, no, memory no. of you, so sweet. You see, it's called Goober. Goober was the phrase there, sir. <laughs> must we much work on these jokes? And get <laughs> I'm going to be owning the punchline if I keep bombing like this. Great to be on the show. Reverend, it's always an honor to have you aboard, sir. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I got a little something for you. Reverend Al. Right in. 12.55. In fact, speaking of Uber, uh, some celebrities in New York have said, uh, the idiot Mayor de Blasio, what a disgrace this guy is. He's a race-baiting divider telling people to watch out for cops if you're black because you're liable to get shot. Ashton Kutcher, Neil Patrick Harris, and Kate Upton blasted him about his uh, plan to cancel a bunch of Uber car drivers. You just used it for the first time. Uh, Nathaniel, and, it was great. He, it was clean. Now, it was where, quick, where, where were you going and how fast and uh, what would you do? Went from Stone Mountain all the way down to Piedmont. And how did you sign? How did you get them? Or you, I just went on the app on my phone. And when you click the app, what happened? You click on the app and it shows you the area and how many cars around you and where they're going. You see them moving around the road. And there were a lot of... You mean, and it said this will be there in 
six minutes. This is going to be there in yeah. 11 minutes. And, and you basically say, oh, I want to go here. And this, this is how, and they say, this is how much it is. And you put your credit card basically in, and they just charge your credit card. But you did that in advance, right? right. I mean, so in other words, when you got to where you're going, you asked them how much it was or what? Yeah, what, you what, said, what? oh, that's already taken care of on the credit card. And so I just tipped him, and that was it. So and uh, but safe, clean, safe and clean. And the guy was friend. The guy's name Nathaniel. He's very friendly. And it was just, I was shocked. And what about price? It was much cheaper than a cab. You know, our own uh, uh, Jill Nelson is an Uber driver, and she uh, she said she's been doing it for some time, and and it's easy and convenient. And that's why no no wonder cabbies are upset. And when you you go to the airport, you see them lined up in the cab pen there. There must be 300 of them waiting to take And they don't speak English, and the, yeah. the cab stinks. Yeah, well, and this... they won't turn on the air conditioning unless you beg them. I mean, anyway, not all of them. That, that's not, we can't make a generalization entirely. No, I'm serious. You get into a cab, and chances are you will not run the air conditioning because it doesn't want to waste the money for extra gas. Yeah. It takes way more gas to run a car with air conditioning on full blast than it does without it. So they sit there with no air conditioning, sweating for three hours, waiting for a ride to go to Buckhead. Well, they're from Somalia. They don't need air <laughs> yeah, They don't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that's, that's good to know. All right, look out. It's on the camera. Um, our buddies in the military and some National Guard folks have asked if you would line the parade route from the funeral home to the burial for uh, Sergeant, for Lance Corporal Skip Wells on Sunday. It'll be Route 5 from, from Highway 92, where the First Baptist Church is uh, going north on Route 5, and they would like folks to line the streets for the uh, funeral procession from the funeral home to the burial grounds at Georgia National Cemetery. And we'll remind you more of that. And also, if you're trying to look it up on uh, on the map services on the computer, good luck. 1257 is only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase case photo and video this is judge smales and you're listening to a replay of the kim peterson show i told kimmer if this radio thing doesn't work out don't worry the world needs ditch diggers too <laughs> don't forget the kimmer's on monday through friday noon to three on news radio 1067 the kimmer grows on people <laughs> yeah baby like a mole yeah or cancer. Hey, I had that. The Kimmer Show <laughs> on News Radio 1067. Oh, mercy. 105. Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Nice Debbie board. Here's our number 844 404 1067. 844 404 1067. And it's Letter Rip Friday. Anything goes. It's your show, whatever you want to talk about. And again, obviously, we will be in a somber mood occasionally because we'll be talking about the viewing and funeral service uh, today, tomorrow, and Saturday. I'm sorry, today, tomorrow, and Sunday for uh, Skip Wells, the United States Marine, butchered by the dirty, stinking Muslim. Oh, and I want to get to that email from our Kennesaw State professor also, which is pretty interesting. And it requires a tiny amount of uh, of crow eating by the Kimmer. Just a tiny amount, not too much. Hey, open up the phone line. Sorry. Uh, 844-404-1067. Well, he's busy grabbing a smoke. I don't know. He'll be talking to the news girls. 
You know, she's an intern. Leave her alone. Oh, sorry. No, yeah, we tease. We joke. Uh, by the way, you never make, never, never pick on your phone guy because he can ruin you forever. So, I, <laughs> and luckily, he has a good sense of humor. All right, this is Toad the Wet Sprocket. I have no idea how they got that name. Toad the Wet Sprocket. In 1998, they broke up. Just because of the name, I suppose. I don't know. They eventually reformed, but uh, there we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth. She's that little teeny midget blonde hot chick, right? She's 47 today. Uh, Eric Smada, Samada from CSI is 40. There you go. A couple of birthdays there for you. 844-404-1067. It's all in the camera. Now, again, uh, so, uh, some guys from the National Guard have asked if people would line the roadway for the Sunday funeral procession for Lance Corporal Skip Wells. As you know, the viewing, or may not know, but I will tell you now, today and tomorrow from 2 to 4, and again from 6 to 8, today and Saturday, 2 to 4 and 6 to 8, there is a viewing at the Winkenhofer Pine Ridge Funeral Home. It's on Cobb Parkway in Kennesaw, 2900 block, Cobb Parkway, Winkenhofer Pine Ridge Funeral Home, viewing today and tomorrow, 2 to 4 and 6 to 8. The funeral is on Sunday at 2 o'clock at the First Baptist Church in Woodstock. That's on Georgia Highway 92. Now, when you, oh, oh, by the way, I planned, and not that I, I mean, I don't do anything because of me, but I'm, I'm going to be uh, at the funeral home, and I'm going to be at the cemetery, but I'm not going to go in either one because I'm going to be packing heat. I'm, I'm thinking of bringing at least three weapons, visible weapons, on my Harley, my copsicle that I got from Hellbender uh, with the Marine Corps and a USA flag on the back of it. And I'll be riding that uh, with my arms showing, my weapons showing, because he was not allowed to be armed, and he was gunned down by a dirty, stinking butcher Muslim because he didn't have a gun to shoot back. And he was a hero with the rest of them. We're trying to get people out of the building and then went back to confront the gunman and paid for it with their lives. The fun- oh, So I, I, my, last night I go on the computer. My computer, my, uh, Wayne fixed up my phone, so my phone now has Google Maps. My computer still won't let me use Google Maps. Uh, I guess uh, AT&T and uh, Comcast and Google all had a spat of following. I don't know what's going on, but it's just a bunch of crap. The computers can't get everything that's available on a computer. What the hell sense does that make? Oh, you can't use Google without signing up to pay the dead today. Yeah, like to, anyway, so I, I, so I go on uh, MapQuest.com, which ought to be banned, and, and Yahoo Maps, and, and, and I went, you know, find my city. I've done like four different websites for maps. Not one of them knew where the Georgia National Cemetery in Canton was. Not one. They said, do you mean Georgia National Cement Mixer? No, I mean Georgia National Stinkin' Cemetery on Scott Hudgens Road, and none of them had it. So I finally went to the website of the Georgia National Cemetery on Scott Hudgens Road, and it showed me where the hell it was. I mean, it's unbelievable. Anyway, what you do is, if you're on 92 for the funeral on, on Sunday, you're going to go a little bit more west, and then hit State Route 5 and go north. And then you go north on State Route 5, and then you go all the way up to, like, Cemetery Road or something like that. I guess you'll, you'll see it when you get up there. It's probably, I, I think it's maybe, like, 15, 20 miles, maybe? I'm, I'm not sure, but it's, it's a little bit of a hike. Anyway, the National Guard people have asked if we could ask you to uh, have some people lining the roadway on, route, on State Route 5 between the funeral home, where it starts off, or from 92 to uh, Route 5, going north to go up to the Georgia National Cemetery. And I think that's a wonderful idea. And if you're around and available uh, sometime on Sunday afternoon, the funeral's at 2. I don't know how long it'll last, probably an hour, I'm guessing. Uh, half an hour, hour, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. And then I'll have to get in the cars and proceed. So it'll be late in the afternoon by the time they get up there. But if you're in the area on State Route 5 between 92 and the Georgia National Cemetery, they'd appreciate a little show of support and uh, 
and and bring your and bring your kids and let them see what it's like. And that, and but I hope you saw some video if you weren't there in person for the tribute as they brought the the uh, procession up uh, I seventy five yesterday too. It it uh, it'll it'll make sure you don't forget about it. I can tell you that. All right, one ten already. Holy cow, one ten already on News Radio one zero six seven. All right, here's I <laughs> the other day. <clears throat> sorry, we had a KSU professor. Who uh, and and again, our news team, our news team are, are not talk show hosts. Okay, they're not supposed to take sides. They're not supposed to be controversial. They're supposed to handle the news. So they did exactly the right thing, getting a professor from KSU to talk about the, all the talk of this guy, this uh, dirty, stinking killer Muslim, being depressed, and whether that had something to do with him taking out lives and so on and so forth. My first reaction was, "That's a bunch of crap." I, I I've been depressed. I know a lot of people are depressed. They don't go around shooting Marines and sailors. You know, if he, he could have shot up a KFC or a Pizza Hut for that, you know, if he was just depressed. So that's a bunch of crap. However, and so we made fun of our newspaper line, blasted him on the on the air. Um, and uh, so anyway, so he wrote me a very long email, and part of it says, Kimmer, on your show today, what do you call a pro-American KSU professor? Uh, the KSU professor that says Abdulaziz only needed group therapy, a hug, and a prescription of Zoloft. He said, I guess you were talking about me because I'm the only one I know of was on your radio station. And then <laughs> he said, I was asked to opine on why he shot the Marines and sailors in Chattanooga. I tried to make a few points of the causes that news reports have highlighted as behavioral motivations. And he makes points about a family notes his claim of depression. He said it was not an old fact. We need to be examined. Da, 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 da. And then he said... Uh, he said, maybe a radical Islamist Muslim killer. Crime causes are much more complex. And then he said, so what do you call a pro-American KSU professor? Well, how about Colonel? 35 years, nine months, three days service. I love my country. In 35 years, I gave to her service. If my comments were misunderstood, I'm not sure how. Uh, the killer is an anger, retaliatory killer. Many criminal profiling indicators are found in his actions. Mass killings I've examined were on drugs or had stopped taking drugs. Anyway, he said, I hope this clarifies my comments. I listen to your show often, and I thank you for your service to our country. And then he adds a whole bunch of other things about uh, things that have been proven to this guy was such an idiot. And then at the very end, he signs it by saying, uh, thank you. And for the record, no hard feelings here. It ain't the first time a Marine poked fun at a soldier, and it won't be the last. My Marine students at KSU give me crap every semester about the Army, but I loved being a soldier. Signed, Stan Crowder, Ph.D., Assistant Professor of Criminal Justice, Colonel, U.S. Army, MP, President, International Association of Forensic Criminologists. Pretty cool. Anyway, uh, I like this guy. But uh, clearly, if you're depressed, you don't go around killing Marines and sailors uh, because of a depression. You do it if you're a stinking, dirty butcher Muslim who wants to be a stinking, dirty butcher Muslim martyr. Uh, but anyway, Colonel, separify and thank you for serving our country together. One, uh, 13. Uh, I don't roll on this, but I think we should. I think I should have more of a threatening nature. <laughs> well, no, that's way out of that's Off the record, mister. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 106.7. <laughs> this is your formerly alive announcer, Don Porto. Hello, Don. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you yes, by yes. The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. Be sure to ask about her drive through bedroom window. <laughs> and now here's your host, Thank you. Thank you so much. 120 News Breaker Lines coming up, sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. I didn't get a doctor out of this guy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Get... You're lazy, shiftless. You can't even say the word out loud with your own vocal cut. God, man. Yeah, 121. Look out. La Bamba, the movie opened on this day in 1987, the movie biography of Richie Valens. Killed with a big bopper. And, uh, oh, what's his name there? He'll play credit. <laughs> the day the music died, you remember? Uh, yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan, right there. 
tremendous. And, and the guy from Twilight Zone, Vic Morrow, is tremendous. <laughs> anyway, it's only me. Actra, a, actress Anna Paquin is 33. Uh, she just came out as a uh, switch hitter, I think. And uh, actress, actress Mara Wilson is 28. Oh, look out. It's only me. It's on the camera. 121 News Radio 1067. Okay, here's the deal. Apparently, uh, oh, God, I got. I don't have time for a sweetness belt. Come on, man. My God. I got news mega lines. I got. I shut up. I got parade routes to go. I got uh, you know, things to do. I can, uh, I'm going. Don't you put that countdown on me, pal. All right, 122. Oh, get out of here. Here's a sweetness belt. <clears throat> A gentleman sits down at the bar and orders drink after drink after drink. The bartender says, uh, is everything okay, pal? He says, well, my wife and I got into a fight. She said she isn't talking to me for a month. Trying to put a positive spin on things, the bartender says, well, you know, maybe that's kind of a good thing, you know, a little peace and quiet for a month. And he says, yeah, today's the last day. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, hi-oh, hi-oh. <laughs> Look out. Hey, ho. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and uh, Robert Hayes' birthday from Airplane. He's 68 today. Flight 209, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Huh? L.A. departure frequency, 123.9. Roger. Huh? Request vector. Over. What? Huh? Flight 209 are clear for Vector 324. You have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our Vector, Victor? Now I radio clearance over. <laughs> Clarence over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger, over. <laughs> 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 My dad said you were lazy and to drag you down the court. I forget whatever the line was. <laughs> All right, 120. Hey, there's the newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Kimber. This is uh, Speaker of the House, John Boehner oh, calling. Mr. Speaker, welcome aboard, sir. How are well, you? I want to get the number for the Quick Weight Loss Center. You know, I tried the ultra slim fast uh, stop drinking diet. It didn't work out too good for me, Kimber. <laughs> Not Kimmer. too well for you, did sir. Well, I had the shakes for breakfast and the shakes for lunch, and then I had a sensible six-pack for dinner. You know? <laughs> there you go, sir. I was up in stuff. Toronto last week. Did Toronto last that? week? I didn't hear of it. Well, I saw a billboard that said drink. Canada Dry, so I thought I'd give it a shot. <laughs> well, no, what they meant was the ginger ale, sir. It was see, Hey, dry. you know the difference between George Dickel and Amy Winehouse? No, I don't. I don't, sir. Uh, George Dickel comes to life when you add Coke. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, man. Excuse the hell out of me, you know? <laughs> I just want to know why Lady Gaga can't be more like Amy. That's all I want to know. Yeah. It was her meat dress today. I don't know. Well, I heard that Bull Bergdahl got stoned. God, I wish I could have been one of them throwing one of the rocks. You well, know, no, he was smoking a... weed, sir. Oh, he was stoned on a pot <laughs> Mar- farm. Mar- Mar- Obama fire. likes him so much. Yeah, I mean, be my son, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times Barry's been caught with a joint in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a marijuana cigarette. It was called a joint. I... <laughs> was that what the fatty he had in his car was, too? I hope. It's got the slims. Yeah. You know, the other day I bummed a cigarette from Obama. Did you really? He still it was the it. first time I'd ever smoked a Virginia Slim. It's not bad, you know. I... <laughs> he was low on Summer's Eve, so I handed him it a pipe. <laughs> I understand over there in Spain they're going to uh, give rights to cats and dogs. Cats and dogs in a village in Spain. I guess we know where John Boy will be going on his honeymoon. <laughs> oh, <come> on. <laughs> well, I've never been to Spain, but I kind of like the bow wows. Oh, tough crowd. <laughs> they say the beagles are insane. Oh. <laughs> hey, I got a joke for you. Right, from yours truly, right. John Boehner. John Boehner, Speaker of the House. 
Let's Jew this Catholic. No, 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 no. <laughs> we just everybody's getting really. Oh, good. you know what Bo Bergdahl and Mrs. Ross Perot have in common? No, I don't, sir. No. They've been, both been no. What I forgot it. Something to do with a little dope, but I don't really know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, a little dope there. Yeah. <laughs> Great to be on the Thank show. Thank you so I much, Mister. I guess I shouldn't do these things right after I drink. No, maybe before <laughs> would be better. I could never call Mr. you, know. Speaker. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh God. Here we go. One twenty-five on News Radio one zero six seven. All right. Now here's a deal. Apparently, a hangman tells me now that the parade route. For the funeral, between the funeral and the burial ground for Skip Wells, the funeral is going to be on Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock at the First Baptist Church in Woodstock on uh, Georgia Highway 92. Then they're going to go to the Georgia National Cemetery in Canton. It's on Scott Hudgens Drive, but it used to be called something else. So if you Google Map it or, or, or Map Quest it or whatever, you won't get the same name. So that that was a confusion. But anyway, what ha- there, I thought they were going to take State Route 5, go up all the way north where people could lie in the road and, and give their uh, respects. But apparently they're going to go to 575. They're going to go from Highway 92 to 575 and then off Route 20. So I don't know how people are going to line... Interstate 575, maybe at an overpass or something. I I, I don't know, but it, but uh, if you can get anywhere near maybe Cemetery Road up there, uh, farther up into Canton, where it turns off from 575, or there there is uh, some room where you could stand between Highway 92, where the church is, or the funeral home rather, on uh, on uh, Highway 92. It, it, you go west a little bit before you get to 575, so you can maybe line there and uh, pay your respects. That might work. And then again, up toward the uh, the Georgia National Cemetery. On Scott Hudgens Drive in Canton, which used to be called something else, but uh, you could you could map check it. Anyway, if you can make it, that'd be great. And uh, and I'm going to be there. Not that that's a reason to be there, but I'm going to be there armed. And I won't go into the church. I won't go into the cemetery. But I'm going to be there armed because he didn't have a chance to be. And I just want people to realize that uh, sometimes you can't let them get your guns. One twenty seven News Radio one zero six seven. Hi, neighbor. This is Mr. Rogers, <laughs> Mr. Rogers. and this portion of there the Kimmer is. Show yes, is brought to you by yeah. Bright Achievers Daycare Bright Center. Achievers My day- neighbors call it a breathtaking experience. Can you say crack a window? Sure, I knew you could. And now here's your host, the Kimmer. Well, I warned you, let her rip Friday. Anything goes, and we mean it. One thirty-six. it's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. 136. This is one good looking woman. Jennifer Lopez, happy birthday, 46 today. Let's see, a couple of the birthdays. <clears throat> Excuse me, Elizabeth Moss, who is the one of the daughters on West Wing and then was on Mad Men. Elizabeth Moss is 33 today. Um, also, if in case you missed it, Peter Sellers passed away in London. He was only 54 years old on this day in 1980. The beggar <laughs> was the lookout man for the gang. That is impossible. Why? He was blind. How can a blind man be a lookout? How can an idiot be a policeman? Answer me that! It's very simple. All he has to do is enlist. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. All right, I got it. It's only me. Letter of Friday. Anything goes. It's your show. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Oh, now, Andy may have, may have something on the funeral route. I, I'm, I'm probably confusing the heck out of people. Andy, welcome aboard. Can you help us out here, sir? Hey, what's going on, Cameron? Welcome, man. What's going on yourself? Here? Not a whole lot. First of all, thank you, dude, for all that you do. I mean, it, it makes my day driving around the city in a tow truck 
Um, got to park it on the side of 75 yesterday to watch that Marine go by. And I, when the truckers stopped and got out and just stood there next to their trucks, I, I can't even begin to tell you what that felt like. You know, what, um, what, what really impressed me, too, was the number of people who brought their children. And, I, and by the oh, way, yeah. if uh, the funeral, now I understand the funeral is open to the public, and I, believe, I assume the burial is open to the public at the Georgia National Cemetery. And I'm also assuming that there's going to be a full military funeral where they're going to fold the flag and the whole bit. And, boy, if you have children oh, yeah. who are not aware of what it means to give your life for your country in uniform, if you see that ceremony, there will not be a dry eye in the place. When they hand that flag to his mother, I mean, I mean when they, you see a folded flag ceremony at a military cemetery funeral, you will never forget yeah, it. And bring your yes, children. Sir, my, my grandfather is actually buried up there. He was 7th Beach Battalion back in the war. Wow. And uh, But uh, I tell you what, if people are wanting someplace to go to watch it, to watch the procession go by, if yeah. it's going up 575, yeah. uh, there's uh, the old Rope Mill Road Bridge, uh, which I think now is, uh, uh, I can't even, it's the exit after Town Lake Parkway right there at the outlet malls. Okay, Bell's bridge, Ferry or someplace? It, it would be, uh, no, like, no, 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 no. You get 575 northbound past Town Lake Parkway. Uh, Ridgewalk. It's the Ridgewalk. Oh, okay. If you get off I've on Ridgewalk yeah. and make a left, there's that bridge, and it just leads to a neighborhood. Uh, I'm guessing they're going to have, you know, some uh, fire trucks and stuff parked out there, but that would be just an absolute perfect place for, for people to go that, you know, it's not going to be a busy bridge and all that good stuff. But, yeah. but well, anyway, I don't want to tie you up, Kimmer. No, no, have that's all right. One. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Semper Fi, my friend. I appreciate it very much. One thirty. Again, if you haven't seen a military funeral, when they when they snap to and fold that flag and hand it to the mother or father, uh, it's just uh, man. When I was in the Patriot Guard before I retired and went to Florida for those a couple of years, and I wrote, did some Patriot Guard rides for military funerals, I mean everybody's just bawling. It was, but you'll never you bring your kids, and I promise you they will never ever forget it. And I'll bet they'll have a better understanding of what it means to be an American too. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Here's the Staff Sergeant Touche. How's it going, Sergeant? What's up, sir? Oh, Derek Chandler here. Staff Sergeant Touche, Monahan Recruiting Station. Uh, just a reminder about the military appreciation day tomorrow at Cumberland Mall. That's right. We have a real bad line, but I'll, so I'll repeat what you say. Military Appreciation Day, Cumberland Mall tomorrow. What are the hours again, Sergeant? I forgot. Uh, Thirteen to sixteen. Uh, from 1 to, <laughs> let's see, 60 and 12 is 4. 1 to 4? Yes. <laughs> 1,300 to 1,600. Let's see, the 12 plus 3, that's 50. So 1 to 4 tomorrow, Cumberland Mall, and it's Military Appreciation Day. There's going to be a gear out there and uh, and uh, vehicles and stuff or whatever, or what? Uh, we're trying to. Um, we're going to have pull-up bars. We're going to have stations for push-ups, sit-ups, um, Fighters from uh, excellent sports with MMA, judo, stuff like that. All righty. All right. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Again, he's just saying, what are the old World War II walkie-talkies, I think. <laughs> 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 no, we have a tease. <laughs> that was really bad life. <laughs> yeah. Ring, ring. <laughs> Headquarters. <laughs> no. All right. But this is important. Military Appreciation Day tomorrow, Cumberland Mall, 1 to 4. There you go. All right, 141. It's only the camera. Eight four 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 ten six seven. By the way, this uh, this the, the, the scuzzbag psycho in Lafayette, Louisiana, uh, butchering those women, killing two women. By the way, you know there were two teachers there when the guy started firing. One of the teachers jumped in front, literally jumped in front of the other teacher, her friend. They were in a movie together and took a bullet for. Her. She li- she lived, but she took a shot for. Her. 
Uh, and there were so many uh, heroic actions there in that movie theater. It's too bad there weren't more armed people. And again, you know, you can talk about gun control, and uh, but the, the, that's got gun laws have nothing to do with it. He was rejected for a gun permit. He still got one. I mean, gun laws don't mean a damn thing to a guy who wants to get a gun illegally or anywhere else. Um, but here, further, in case you didn't know, concealed carry laws reduce crime. A half a million citizens defend themselves with a firearm away from home. States that pass concealed carry laws allowing citizens to carry guns hidden on their person reduce their murder rate by almost 10%, rapes by more than 5%, robbery by 3%, assaults by 7%. Armed citizens kill more crooks than cops do. Armed And, by the way, the overwhelming majority merely brandish their guns or fire a warning shot, and usually that's enough to stop a crime from happening. Two and a half million times a year a gun is used in self-defense. Eighty times more than it's to protect the lives of honest citizens who take lives. Eighty times more stopping crime. And you wouldn't hear that from Putty Tad, who, by the way, is over in, he's having a family reunion over in freaking Kenya, where he once again is blasting his own country, calling us the, the most uh, violent uh, industrialized nation in the world. What a disgrace, God. And by the way, he didn't do diddly squat for the funeral of that Marine Staff Sergeant in Chattanooga today. You think he sent a representative? Hell no. Because it was a Marine. Dirtbag, 143. (laughs) (laughs) This was my audition for the (laughs) America's most talented. The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, this is Joan Rivers, <laughs> and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes. is brought to you by Sandra Fluke, a tramp. She's listed in the yellow pages under public utilities. Can we talk? <laughs> and now here's your host, you. the Kim. Thank you so very much. 151, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Never fear. Do not forsake me, oh, my darling. It's only me. I'm not wait now. That's not just a great song. In a great movie. High Noon. You don't remember this? Oh, my God. Uh, High Noon on this day in 1952 was released starring Gary Cooper and Grace Kelly. And in my opinion, I think still to this day, I have to say that the most naturally beautiful woman I've ever seen is Grace Kelly. The most naturally, you know... If you had to pick the face of a woman, there would be just wholesome and beautiful. Grace Kelly might have been it for sure. She married the prince of Monaco and all that stuff. And then uh, let her daughter drive the car over the cliff and killed her. So that was not that good. High Noon, Gary Cooper, 1952, on this day. All right, it's only me, 152. I got a new song for you uh, from, uh, in case you missed it yesterday, a new Newsmaker Line song coming up here very, very shortly. Also, more about, speaking of firearms and gun safety, and the president's bashing America again overseas. Uh, For the record, remember Kennesaw, Georgia, in 1982, passed a law that residents have to have a gun? The residential burglary rate in, in 1982 in Kennesaw, Georgia, after that law passed, dropped 89%. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, what's the newsbreaker line? Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Oh, who is this? I'm busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's Charlton Heston. I'll this isn't a good time, Mr. Heston. <laughs> well, I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. Sir, I called uh, since you called me. <laughs> yes, sir. How well. does Bo Bergdahl know Michael McDonald and I? 
thought Michael was a happily married man, Mr. Hesburgh. <laughs> well, Michael McDonald, sir, I think was a... Well, I heard they caught Bo with a doobie in his hand. <laughs> Not the doobie brothers, sir. The... Oh, I'm sorry. Joint. It was a marijuana cigarette. You know what I used to love about Michael McDonald was his incredible diction when he sang. <laughs> his diction. <laughs> Every word, Crystal Krill. Here. <laughs> I'm really sad about that theater Ew. shooting in Lafayette, Louisiana. Louisiana. Yes. yes, sir. The funeral is going to be tomorrow at 1 p.m. Oh, really? 325 8 p.m. Oh, no, oh, my God, man. <laughs> a lot of people dropped to their knees below their seats when the shots rang out. They dropped to their knees. Yeah. As opposed to Monica Lewinsky, who was ahead of everyone else. In <laughs> holding my hand, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the presidency of the United States. <laughs> Charnack, the, the magnificent, yes, sir. Maybe that can save it. Uh, I'm hoping. The answer is Virgin Mobile. Virgin Mobile. What's the top cell phone provider at Comic Con? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is we're experiencing unusually heavy call volume today. We're experiencing unusually heavy call volume today. What's something you'll never hear on the Rock 100 Morning Show? <laughs> Give away that prize to the third caller as soon as they call in. <laughs> it's been two weeks? <laughs> Months, I think. The answer is Gold Bullion and Clear Channel. Gold Bullion and Clear Channel. Name two things that are worth half of what they were three years ago. <laughs> when that Hogan guy said less is more, I didn't know he was talking about the stock price. Yeah, Planet Radio, all right. <laughs> planet in the ground. How'd that Spanish sports thing work out, <laughs> Not by the that way. Well, sir. Thank you. I hold in my hand, ladies yes. and gentlemen, yes. the final Finally, envelope. Finally, thank you, God. Final envelope, yeah. The Louisiana Theater Shooter and Lance Armstrong. The Louisiana Theater Shooter and Lance Armstrong. Name two people who are half nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know something you won't be hearing for a while out there? Yeah, what's that, sir? Hey, would it kill you to take me to the movies sometime? Oh, oh wow! Yelly! <laughs> 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 yeah! Tomorrow at 1, 320. <laughs> Seniors rates are $9. Oh, after 10. It's an honor, sir. Chardak! The Magnificent. Oh, mercy. Uh, now we've done it. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of gun control and your idiot president's over there bashing his own country on foreign soil during a family reunion in Kenya. Uh, for the record, in Florida, Florida had, uh, in 1987, had way more murders than the national average. Way more in Florida in 1987. They passed a law allowing people to carry guns in 1987. The homicide rate in Florida fell 52%. And they complain about people having guns. I guarantee you this, and by the way, if you, uh, and this is a little gruesome to think about, but if you are in a position or a situation where a guy's shooting and you hear him reloading, if a magazine hits the floor and you hear him reloading, attack! He's not armed! It'd take your belt and wrap it around your hand and beat him in the face with it. Use a shoe, eyeglasses, pens, anything. Attack, attack, attack. When they reload, they're vulnerable. Don't wait. 
And if someone has a gun, if someone had a gun in that theater, chances are he wouldn't have killed, uh, shot all those people. I don't know. It's uh, gruesome to think about it, but come on. Don't be start taking guns away because of psychos. It's another psycho shooting. Where's the president on this one? Oh, let's take their guns away. We need more gun control. No, we don't. We need more guns. God. All right, it's 157. No screaming. No screaming. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase photo and video. This is John Lovitz, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Congratulations. You're our one millionth, uh, ten thousandth, uh, second listener. Yeah, that's it. That's a ticket. Anyway, the camera is on Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer is like Kleenex, home. strong, soft, and disposable. <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Disposable, <laughs> unsanitary. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. Daffy Duck was somebody was Elmer Fudd and Daffy Duck or something, and Elmer Fudd was saying, "You're a disgusting, lousy, no bit cheating, lying, unsanitary, filthy, disgusting individual." And he goes, "Unsanitary." <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to offend you with that one thing there. I guess I don't know. I've lost it. It's over. All right, two oh six. Look out! It's only the Kimmer. Bono has a new cause helping the poor to see. So Bono is teamed with Revo, the eyewear brand Revo, to raise $10 million for screenings, eyeglasses, and assistance to poor people. Revo is going to donate 10 bucks from each pair of glasses it sells, and Bono will create a line of Revo sunglasses to release this fall. Hey, I got an idea. Why don't you have Revo stop charging 250 bucks for plastic sunglasses? <laughs> I've got a pair of Revos. They were like 240 Oh, yeah, $240 for plastic sunglasses. And I will never forget, I was watching, it was Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes, and she interviewed the guy, uh, the president or the maker or the man or the head guy at uh, Ray-Ban. And she said, okay, now isn't it true that Ray-Ban 20 years ago, 30 years ago, was the stuff you bought in gas stations? For like eight ninety five, and he said, uh, <clears throat> "Yeah." And she said, "What's the difference between Ray Ban eight ninety five and Ray Ban for two hundred and seventy dollars?" And he admitted nothing. They're plastic sunglasses, but because they made of you know, I guess it was now a Tom Cruise war in risky business, and all of us. And I've got Ray Bans, and they were two hundred and fifty bucks. And <laughs> in fact, oh, I shouldn't. All right, I was, I was. Uh, I will, hold on, Randy, get right to you. I want to talk about the Skip Wells business here in all seriousness in a second. But I will admit to you that I once was, uh, let's say, not of my own faculties. I was, uh, I had been either overserved or there was something wrong with my, with my faculties of the day that I went in to buy the anniversary solid gold, I think it's like 24 karat gold aviator Ray Ban sunglasses that were $500. 
And I've got them in my, I've got them, and, and of course, they, you know, came, the frame is loose, and, it, you know, so it, I don't wear them. So 500 bucks for sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. That's back when I thought I was going to have money. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, 208. Now let's get out of here. All right, it's one of the Kimber, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. I have a, uh, a Newsbreaker Line song for you coming up here shortly. <clears throat> don't forget, right now, between now and 4, and again from 6 till 8 tonight, Winkenhofer Pine Ridge Funeral Home will be the visitation site for Skip Wells, the uh, butchered Marine by that butchered Muslim uh, who gave his life in service of his country. And um, and then the funeral again, of course, will be on Sunday. And the visitation is today and tomorrow, today and Saturday, 2 to 4, and then 6 to 8 at the Winkenhofer Pine Ridge Funeral Home on Cobb Parkway in Kennesaw. Uh, Here's Randy on News Radio 1067. Thanks for holding, Randy. Uh, Semper Fine, welcome aboard, sir. Thanks for your service, Cameron. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, listen, I, I just left the funeral home. It's just a, it's a goosebump experience. It really is. There's yeah. veterans everywhere, flags everywhere, a couple of uh, marine uh, marines on each end of the casket, just uh, guarding and uh, it's just um, it, it's just something that everybody ought to experience. I mean, and and I'll tell you, you know what what these guys and girls do every day is just amazing and and the, the lack of appreciation coming out of washington for that for them is just can you believe I, it I, I, I don't i don't get it i just don't get it well i i get but, it you have to remember putty tat the coward of the white house the deserter in chief is a guy who refused to even mention the name of our marine uh, tamaresi was caught down in mexico and, and tortured for almost a year he never mentioned his name when he had a meeting with the president of mexico months after he'd been captured and and uh, tortured he never brought up the subject this this well, president doesn't give a damn about them the servicemen well, and women of this country he didn't send a representative to that uh, funeral up in chattanooga today for the staff sergeant but he sure as hell sent representatives to trayvon martin and to uh to all the other so-called victims of white racism and he went to the pulpit in charlotte and charlotte north carolina and started talking about how we should have gun control he politicized the funeral of that massacre at the church and i mean i can't believe this guy well there are this place is just loaded with veterans and great americans and you know i could stay there all day and just thank every one of them uh, but it's just a it's a great experience to to, to, to see the outpouring of uh, of patriotism. And, and, and I'll uh, say this too, Randy. Uh, I hope families are bringing their children. Uh, and again, there may be some say, oh, I don't know if I want my kids to see that. I'll tell you what, they don't have to go up front and stand right in front of the casket. Uh, but if they can see what's going on and the respect that's paid for this Marine. I guarantee it'll change their lives, and they will never, ever forget it. Well, I think it, I think it might have just changed mine, and I appreciate all you do for, for everybody in uniform, Kimmer. Thank you. Semper Fi, Randy. I appreciate it very much. 211 on News Radio 1067. Uh, Carlton is on the, on the line, and we have uh, songs and uh, more coming up here on the Kimmer Show later at Friday. Carlton, welcome aboard. Thanks for holding, sir. Uh, maybe it's oh it's Car- is that Carolyn? Oh God, sorry. Oh hi. I'm hi, sorry. I, I thought it was Carolyn. I, I my bad. Uh, anyway, Carolyn, I'm sorry. Uh, welcome aboard. Oh, that, I'm not with it today. Uh, I've lost okay. it. Yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. Just to talk to you, I would say I was Carlson. Well, you're very kind. You're very kind. <laughs> I wanted to tell you that I was a fan of you way back. I discovered you driving back and forth to work. I worked at Wachovia Bank as a teller at that time. Uh-huh. And I discovered you, and you gave me some so much amusement and smiles and laughter. And I have not had the greatest last 15 years of my life. It's been 
filled with a lot of, uh, you know, yeah. rugged stuff. Life. But boo hoo, yeah. everybody has that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, one day you was gone. Yeah. And I thought, where did he go? I mean, I wonder if I can call the station. How, yeah. how can I find out what happened to him? And I kind of watched the paper sometime at the end of those little uh, yeah. street things. Yeah, I disappeared, you know, all right. Things. They got rid of me and, fast. <laughs> and you were just gone, and I didn't know where you were. Well, I just turned my radio the brief times I had it on to uh, 7.50, just left it there. And a week ago, I discovered you again. And I am just thrilled. Well, I just had to tell you. Well, but I'm so sweet. glad I found you. Well, you're very kind, Carolyn. I'm very grateful and humbled. And I hope you're a longtime listener because uh, you've made our day today. Thank you so much. 12, uh, 2 13, time for the 2 12 news. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Pete. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Dennis Miller. Hey, Dennis. And this portion of the Kim Peterson <laughs> Show is yes, brought yes. to you by Nancy yes. Pelosi. Oh, Nancy. One more facelift, and her ears are going to meet. <laughs> and now here's your Yo. host, Kim Peterson. All right, we got a new Newsbreaker Line song, Leslie Dobb, Newsbreakers, all that coming up. Also, a couple of quick birthdays. The mailman, Carl Malone, 52. He's only 52? God, wow. he's been around for years. And uh, Barry Bonds, who never been, actually never been convicted, never given 51. But holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. Braves begin a series in St. Louis, or as the Falcons' great Jeff Van Note calls it, Leningrad on the Mississippi. <laughs> Two lefties on the mound, Manny Benuelos for us, Tim Clooney for the Cardinals, it's amazing how Clooney has turned his career around to being knocked out by Muhammad Ali all those years <laughs> Well, ago. that was a different Clooney. I'm sorry. Oh, this is the movie guy. The movie Clooney is yeah, different. Uh, Pirates beat Washington last night. Doug Fister. Fister. Took the loss. Blast Hard Cheese got the win for Pittsburgh. I don't think that's... Uh... Speaking of the Bucks, they traded some minor leaguers to Milwaukee for third baseman Aramis Ramirez, who oh. now gets to finish his career where it started in there, Pittsburgh. Well, that's nice. If your dream is to one day be a caddy for a professional golfer, yeah. then the Canadian Open is for you. <laughs> the Canadian Open, played annually in Thailand, yes. saw Robert Allenby <laughs> get into a heated argument with his caddy, Mick Middlemo, before Allenby's fourth shot on the par 513 at Glen Abbey Golf Club in Oakville. Allenby wanted the 7-iron, but the 150-yard shot fell short into a creek, and he tripled the hole. Oh, boy. So when Allenby pointed out that this kept happening and that Mick wasn't much help as a caddy, Mick the caddy told Robert the golfer to go blank himself. <laughs> the two got face-to-face before Allenby said, that's it, you're sacked. And he fired him. Now, 61-year-old fan Tom Frazier volunteered to caddy, and Allenby finished the round of 9 over 81, the last nine holes, with the fan. <laughs> Allenby said, Frazier, a big help. It was nice to have someone friendly on the bag who didn't threaten me. <laughs> Allenby also says Mick said something smart-ass to him and threatened him again oh, at the, the end of it. Allenby, you're going to get into the yeah. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Mick the caddy claims Allenby called him a fat C-word. Oh, my. And not caddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which Mick says crossed the line. Yes, yes. So Allenby has withdrawn from the tournament. By the way, this is not the first time this has happened to Robert Allenby. Mick is the fourth caddy to walk off during a round while working with Robert Allenby. Holy <laughs> moly. I'm no detective, but I see a pattern here. <laughs> In fact, we have some sound of Robert Allenby oh. being short with his caddy. Right. Hey, young fellow, I was hoping to squeeze in nine holes before this rain starts. <laughs> uh, certainly, Your Eminency. That's <laughs> my bag, huh? It is, all right. <laughs> okay, come on. Chop, chop. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Uh, by the way, WWE has cut ties with Hulk Hogan. 
after the National Enquirer revealed supposedly sealed transcripts, quoting Hogan as using the phrase blanking in words and admitting that he's a racist to a point. This comes from a lawsuit against Gawker about a sex tape reportedly showing Hulk having sex with the wife of Tampa radio shock jock Bubba the Love Sponge. (laughs) Remember him? Yeah. Talking about his daughter, Hulk Hogan allegedly says, I'd rather if she was going to blank some blank that she'd marry an eight-foot-tall blank worth $100 million like a basketball player. Holy moly. WWE has taken Hulk off their Hall of Fame page, removed his merchandise, WWE spokesman Slade Lockjaw. And on this date, 1965, unbeknownst to him at the time, 75-year-old Mets skipper Casey Stingle, who also managed the Dodgers, Braves, Yankees, and Mets, managed his final baseball game, a loss to Philly at Shea Stadium. After leaving a party after midnight at Toot Shores, uh, the old professor lost his balance and fractured his left hip, resulting in his unexpected retirement. Holy moly. What a great sportscast, Peter. Hey, uh, you know, it's 2.23. Let's check that weather forecast. What do you say? What you doing, baby? Time for Men's On Ball with the glorious Leslie Dove. Hello. <laughs> Leslie, how's it going, sir? Like they say at a Demi Moore pool party, last one out's a rotten corpse. And, oh, oh, man. <laughs> With another insertion of Men's On Ball, it's me, Leslie Doe. Welcome aboard, Leslie. Before we begin, I have a bone to pick with you, Kim. All right, do you? We'll talk about that later, but I'm angry. (laughs) You're also upset. I get it. I can't believe I wasn't invited to the big comedy night last Saturday at the Swan Coach House. You know, we forgot. Well, I mean, I spent years on the road opening for comedian James Gregory. (laughs) And eventually I got some stage time, too. (laughs) Could be allowed, I don't know. Don't that make your butt hurt? <laughs> there was that one embarrassing night when I blew the punchline. It, w- it was out in Sandy Springs, and I forgot how oh, the joke ended. you forgot went. how the joke ended. I- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to the punchline? I hear they merged with Enron, or where they sold the Bernie Madoff. Yeah, WorldCom or something, yeah. <laughs> I think Grease bought them out. I want a comedy club. I want a radio show. <laughs> you'll get nothing and like balding. it. You'll get nothing and like it. <laughs> I was on hand yesterday for the Jeff Gordon Day Parade in Jeff's hometown of Pittsburgh, Indiana. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, actually, Jeff was born in California, but he was reared in Indiana. (laughs) I got there early to help blow up all the floats for the parade. (laughs) It's a little different from your normal parade, the Jeff Gordon Parade. What do you mean, sir? Well, everybody fights to be in the back of the route. I don't understand that. I mean, that's the view. Better view. Is is this on okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's okay now. (laughs) <laughs> well, after supporting Barry Obama and First Lady Reggie Love in the last two elections, <laughs> Men's International Kimma has decided to switch sides. Re- switching sides, really? Yeah, and we're going to change political parties, too. You never know. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we just got through forming a super PAC. A super PAC? Yeah, and then we set up a political action committee. We've been really busy, Kimma. You know what we're calling ourselves? No, sir, I don't. Think. The Trump Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be helping the Donald tap into the Larry Clark, Craig, Mark Foley, Ralph Reed, Matt Glavin, the Log Cabin, Hannity wing of the gay old party. So. <laughs> I believe that's a grand old party. I'm sorry. Not necessarily. You've heard of reaching across the aisle. I like to reach across the stall over there, you know. <laughs> 
And it sure was enough of an exciting British Open last Monday. Oh, Kevin, British Open. As Johnson yeah. was able to pull it out and Zach won in a playoff. I don't <laughs> could hardly keep up with all the excitement. Zach Johnson won the tournament is what we're saying. That's right. Yes, I don't sir. know what Dustin was doing. But anyway, <laughs> let's all raise a glass to Zach Johnson. Like I said after Justin Leonard won in 1997, yes. here's mud in your eyes. Congratulations. <laughs> there you go, sir. Just a celebratory. <laughs> Just a drink, you know, champagne. <laughs> and mudslides, you know, it's vodka, <laughs> Kahlua. See, I forgot the joke and I blew the punchline. Bailey's Irish Grand. <laughs> Look out. Holy moly, it's only the camera. Brand new song, in case you missed it this week, on News Radio 1067 and Newsbreaker Lines on News Radio 1067. This is Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher. And now, here's your host. Yes, sir. A man whose career is so dead, it was found in Demi Moore's swimming pool. <laughs> Here he is, <laughs> the Kimma. Thank you. Well, it's only me, 236 on News Radio 1067. Newsmaker Lines coming up. New Newsmaker song coming up. Jamie Lynn Spears says she's no longer an actress. I didn't know she was an actress. Jamie, Jamie Lynn Spears? Britney Spears' sister. Yeah, she did stuff on Nickelodeon, I think. Oh, there you go. But now, uh, Britney was a Mouseketeer. But I don't know whether Jamie Lynn was also in. But Nickelodeon's where they pour a goo on your head and stuff. Yeah. And I saw that live once. Was it Disney World they have that? Where do they do Nickelodeon? Universal Studios. Yeah, I went to their tour, and they, and they were taping a show, and they had the people pouring gunk on everybody's head or whatever. That I did was. that when I was little. Did you really? I really did. I <laughs> no kidding. Well, Jamie Lynn says, forget being an actress. And she's going totally into country music. And you'd think with her sister being Britney Spears, she'd go pop. But Jamie Lynn says... The funny thing is, why did her sister ever go pop? She's really a country girl from Louisiana. Anyway, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears is part of the Country Thunder concert in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin this weekend. Let's listen to it. She got a little country in there. Okay, we can, we can uh, go for that. All right, uh, let's see. 844-404-1067. 237. i got to do some stuff here for you a second. But first, I want to remind you, <clears throat> excuse me, right now and until 4 o'clock and then from 6 till 8 today and tomorrow, 2 to 4 and 6 to 8, at the Winkenhofer Pine Ridge Funeral Home, 2900 block of Cobb Parkway in Kennesaw, is the viewing for Skip Wells, the Marine, who was slaughtered by that butcher Muslim, and the funeral will be on Sunday, but again, today and tomorrow, 2 to 4 and 6 to 8. And if you didn't hear the caller a few minutes ago who called in after just being there, it's an experience you'll never forget. And I see, I mean, there are Marines at, a, at either end of the casket. There's tributes and flags, and I mean, it's overwhelming. And I, I, I urge you, if you can make it, to bring your kids. Now, obviously, if you have a three-year-old or something who wouldn't understand anything, that's different. But if you have children who are, are of age to understand what it means, I promise you, every one of these military funerals, especially, I'm biased, of course, for Marines that I've been to, uh, I just end up bawling like a little girl. And you, you, it's an experience that your children will never forget, and I'll bet they'll be better people for it uh, as they remember this the rest of their lives. Now, the funeral procession will be Sunday. It'll start at the First Baptist Church of Woodstock. That's where they have the funeral service, 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon, First Baptist Church of Woodstock on Highway 92 of the Woodstock Road. And then the procession will go from there to the Georgia National Cemetery, and apparently they'll go from uh, the uh, uh, Highway 92 to 575 and then up to Route 20 and then 
you eventually hang a left or go west on Cemetery Road, and the names may have been changed. You can Google it. But if you look for the map things, they don't have uh, Scott Hudgens Road down for it, but it's a Georgia National Cemetery off what used to be another road now called Scott Hudgens Road uh, in uh, in Canton, and that'll be on Sunday afternoon. All right, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. You've probably heard the feud going on between Lindsey Graham and the Donald. By the way, wearing that silly hat looked like an idiot when he got off the plane down at the border with Texas, and he did it because he didn't want the wind to mess up his hair, afraid that he'd look like the muskrat died or something. I mean, what an idiot. Uh, the draft dodger, and, and he, he gave out Lindsey Graham's home uh, cell phone number. So Lindsey's getting back Senator Lindsey Graham, and I'd like to take this opportunity to rebut and respond to Donald Trump. Donald gave out my number. Trump gave my number out. It was so low. Why, you could have knocked me over with a feather from Tyler Perry's house coat. It made me very angry. Thought I was going to blow. You know my top, because I was very upset. Upset, he was upset. But then I heard from lots of gay men that I don't know. So the whole thing wound up having an upside and a backside. I even heard from George Takei. <laughs> Donald gave out my number. You would not believe the calls I got. Oh, my voicemail was packed. Leslie Dove sent a picture. It was hot. Hello, Lindsay. Donald gave out my number. It's the only phone I own. Sing it, Lindsay. I use it to call Travolta <laughs> when I get home. Hey, John, how was your day? I don't know, Lindsay. All right, I guess, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. 241 on News Radio 1067. Quickly to the phone, Scott on News Radio 1067. Hi, Scott. Welcome aboard, sir. Chammer, what's going on, my uh, friend? How you how doing, you man? Yes, sir. All right, what's happening? Uh, just got a question uh, yeah. with regards to Skip. I yes. mean, uh, I feel bad for his mother. Uh, she's obviously going to be getting a folded flag. Yeah. But are they going to award this kid any medals? Because that was obviously a terrorist attack. I assume and that. I think God, that man better get a medal. Yeah. You he, know, I, I, my time. assumption is, and I heard I, there was discussion about it, but I don't know if the decision's been made. But they're obviously they deserve a Purple Heart. I mean, it, this clearly was a terrorist attack by a Muslim on a military uh, establishment. If if Puttitat blocks somehow block, or the idiot Defense Department, and by the way, the idiots at the Defense Department are the ones who don't want uh, who want recruiters to call the cops if civilians show up to protect the premises. I'm not making that up. The Defense Department is telling recruiting offices in America today that if armed civilians show up to guard you, you're supposed to call the police. This is lunacy. Lunacy. And uh, it's the Department of Defense doing, and it's it trickles down from Puttitat, the deserter-in-chief, the coward of the White House, who doesn't give a damn about Marines. He didn't do diddly squat for the Chattanooga funeral today for the Staff Sergeant in the Marine Corps who got buried today. You think he'd send a representative there? Be a fat chance. It wasn't Trayvon Martin, after all, or Michael Brown. He sent representatives to the Michael Brown funeral. Michael Brown was a gangster who tried to kill a cop. And he put his arms around Bo Bergdahl's parents saying, oh, every family deserves to have their son back. And he didn't do diddly squat for the United States Marines or that sailor. What a disgrace. 
242. Do you know where I can find 4D batteries for my <laughs> flashlight? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, look out. This is the Reverend Al Shopton. Yeah, we go. This portion of the Kim Peterson Show Thank is you. brought to you <laughs> by <laughs> Take It Easy. Take It Easy. Come on, man. <laughs> What's something you never have to tell Dexter King? Hey. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. There we go. 251. It's only the Kimmer. Taylor Swift and Nicki Minaj have made up. They thought they were having a feud over their MTV Music Award video things. But they say it's all a misunderstanding, so they kissed and made up, which I would have paid cash to see, by the way. Right. Let me get back to the phones. i got a whole bunch of calls here. Let me. Oh, maybe we can straighten this out. Uh, let's get to James on line two. Uh, it says you're a volunteer at the National Cemetery in Canada. Ken- or must be in Canton. Hello, James. Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. appreciate what you do. Thank you very much. I am a volunteer. Most of the funeral homes coming from the south come up 575. Yeah. Exit 16A is an apple. All right, I'm going to write that down. Exit 16A, and is that Route 20? Uh, it leads into Route 20 West. Into 20 North West. Exit 20 West is okay. what you want. All right. You go four miles, you cross Knox Bridge. And that's where a guy said it would be a good viewing. If people want to watch or salute or something, they could probably get on Knox Bridge because it's not too busy, I'm thinking, right? That's correct. Okay. But there's not a lot of room to park on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, now there's a the, the the county road from Knox Bridge Road up to the cemetery is a mile and a half long. Okay, and that'd be a great place. Okay, okay. Now is it called? It, it's got Hudgens Road, but it used to be something else, which is what the maps on Google it's, it's, and stuff. All right, have. all right. Here's here's the, what you need to use. It. I know it works at MapQuest. I don't know about Google, but MapQuest works with 1080 Veterans Cemetery Road. Okay. Veteran Cemetery Road because I've tried to get on and they didn't never heard of Scott Hudgens Road and, and thought it was yeah, some get, cement mixer or something. Yeah, it puts you in a subdivision downtown. Yeah, that's all right. So five seventy five to exit sixteen A going west, cross uh, Knox Bridge and uh, look for. Uh, then there's you take a. a l- there's a large marble sign there with American flag. It'll be at half staff, and. I assume they can't miss it. If they get that far, if yeah. they get up 16, yep. 16A West, go west, and you, you can't you miss it from there. You cross the bridge. It's the first right. Okay. Now, let me ask right. you this. I plan right. to, I, I'm going to go up there, but I'll be armed, and I know that uh, weapons are not allowed in the National Cemetery. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. The well, I will not, yeah, well, I will not violate that. But I, I definitely yeah. want to go up and, and uh, pay my respects. The first um, building on the right, once you enter the cemetery, yeah. uh, is the Public Information Center. That's the only place on the cemetery where the public restrooms. Okay. So, uh, stop by. I'll be in the, the in the building across the uh, breezeway from the restroom area. Outstanding. And again, the, the public is is welcome. And if you Absolutely. haven't seen a military funeral and a burial, I promise you, you will never forget it. It will change your life. Bring your children if they're of age. I mean, be, not, you know, yeah. They will. Be, uh, there will not be a committal shelter uh, as it as is typically done. Yeah. They're expecting such a large crowd, it'll be outside at right. the flag assembly area. Right. There'll be plenty of room. The ground slopes upward away from the uh, the uh, area where the speaker will be. So uh, it's a great, great Boy, viewing. This is going to be unbelievable. I, my heart is uh, is weeping already. Thank you right, so buddy. much, James. I really appreciate it, my friend. Uh, see you this weekend. 2.54. Here's Ted on News Radio 106.7. Ted, welcome aboard, sir. Hey, Kim. Okay. I've just listened to all this going on. We had a... Uh, Memorial service out of a church here a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, a gentleman passed away that was a captain in uh, Vietnam. Uh, 
his remains were carried from the back of the church to the front uh, by a full-dressed Marine in an ammo box. And you talk wow. about oh, tight, boy. <laughs> tight, tight, tightening your throat. and Oh, man. Yeah, mm. It was something. It was just really something. It's an experience. Ted, thank you so much. Quickly to uh, Robbie on News Radio 106.7 on 4. Robbie, welcome aboard, sir. Hey, Semper Fi, Kimmer. Thank you, man. Semper Fi. Just want to tell you, you know, here in Hiram, uh, I've talked to you before. I'm the city manager here in Hiram. Yes, Robbie. How's it going? Yeah. It's going great. And, uh, you know, I, I heard you talking about the Defense Department uh, talking and sending the police out yeah. uh, in, in regards to concealed weapons. We yes. do have people sitting out front on our recruiting stations here in Hiram, and our police may go by, but they're perfectly okay with it. Yeah. Uh, and we're not going to. Uh, and force something that the Defense Department is going to uh, rain down on us. We're going to allow a concealed weapon permit to... Uh, they're to, such to idiots. Place. I mean, they're just it, it's stupid. Give them, let them have weapons or at least access to weapons in the recruiting stations and the reserve centers. I mean, this is just idiocy. I don't even know what they're thinking. How could this even be debated? I mean, my God, right, we right. just had slaughter from a Muslim for unarmed Marines and sailor. That's right. And we're God. not going to play politics with anybody, but we're going to lie. If you got a concealed weapon permit, then you got a concealed weapon permit. Absolutely. If you stand out there, we're okay with it. It's public property. Robbie Semper Fi, my friend, I appreciate it. Quickly to Josh on News Radio 1067. Almost out of time. Real, what do you got, Josh? Uh, sorry, Kevin. I know it was Semper Fi, brother. I was just going to ask you uh, about Sunday. I felt a need to be there for that Marine also. Uh, I, I already actually planned to be there before I'd heard that you were going to be there. Didn't know. Uh, about what time, if there was anybody meeting up or anything. Uh, the the funeral the funeral's at 2, and the uh, burial will be after that, so it'll be well late into the afternoon for the burial ceremony at the cemetery. But the funeral's at 2 o'clock on uh, Woodstock at the Church Fruit Baptist on Woodstock. All right, listen, Semper Fi, God bless America. See you this weekend. Look out. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video.